BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. The Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar baseball, here's Brent Norton. Oh, welcome. Welcome to uh, Husky Ball Park here in Seattle, Washington. A wet and dreary day here today. We've been delayed by an hour, but it looks like we're going to at least start this one. Joined by Tuckett Slade, this is Brent Norton and his, uh, Cougars and the Huskies uh, just a few moments away from starting game two. Cougars lose a heartbreaker last night, one to nothing. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood right before the ball game and uh, get his thoughts on last night's uh, game and uh, tonight's second game. We'll play that for you now. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood before game two of this uh, series. Coach, the game's been delayed by an hour already with the rain today. Hopefully we're going to get it in. But, uh, boy, you had some great pitching last night on both sides. one nothing game, exciting game. Uh, Cougars just couldn't get it going offensively. Yeah, we had a tough time stringing hits together. Uh, we had a tough time get, getting any hits at all, really. Uh, it, the wind was blowing in from right. It just seemed like the ballpark was dead. Um, our approach wasn't great. And then... Our lack of ability to string hits together was compounded by not being able to execute offensively two bunts and one hit and run because um, we wanted to k- kind of get things going a little bit, put a little bit of pressure on him anyway by getting a guy to second base with, with less than two outs, and we just couldn't execute that way. So it was a tough night o- offensively for us. But Woody did a great job on the mound. You know, conditions this year haven't been great for your team. I mean, at home, it's it's been a battle the entire month of March, and again, it kind of follows us up here. Do you think that might have had something to do with the lack of offense? I don't think so. I mean, it got in the, what was it, 7th and 8th, maybe a little bit of the 6th, that the rain was pretty heavy. I mean, it was more than just annoying. It was it was like, and, and it wasn't, it was kind of in between, and I think it's a turf field. It's like the catch-22 of the turf field. It allows you to play in maybe some weather that you shouldn't have. On a dirt field, they probably stopped that game. But I don't know. I mean, they didn't swing the bat that well either. So, um, you know, I just want to put some good at-bats together tonight and, and be good offensively. That was BYU Baseball head coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here uh, getting ready for the first pitch. Uh, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slay. Brian Sue will lead it off for the Cougars. He'll be followed by Brian Cull, who will be the DH tonight. And then Brock Hale on the hill is Josh Bergman, right-hander out of British Columbia, sophomore. First pitch to Brian Sue up a little bit high for ball one. So Brian Sue was 0 for 4 last night. Cougars really struggled offensively last night. Pitches outside, ball two. BYU with just uh, three hits in the entire ball game. 23 game scoreless or inning scoreless streak right now for the Cougars. And looking to break out here early. That ball hammered by Sue, left field base hit. So Brian Sue with a solid single. Bergman fell behind 2-0 and just came back with a fastball, about belt high, and and uh, Brian Sue belted it in the left. Yeah, good swing and good start there by Brian Sue. Um, already uh, already got a, a runner on first today, which took us about three innings to do yesterday. This is their guy, though. Brian Bergman is their guy. He is their ace, 90-95 mile-an-hour guy with a slider. Good pitcher. Call scores to bunt. Bunts at it, misses for strike one. I, I wondered if Coach Littlewood would try to play the small game here early to take, maybe take a little pressure off his offense and get a run across. 
But not a very good effort right there by Brian Collin, the bunt attempt. Yeah, real late kind of show and stab at it. Here's the 0-1, and call fly ball left field. Left fielder Cerillo is under it, and he will make the catch for the out. And that's where Brian Call has been struggling. When he came hot there for the first five or six games when he got inserted into the lineup a few weeks ago, he was just line drive, line drive, line drive. But his last 10 at-bats, it's either been a strikeout or a pop-up. He's got to get back to that line drive swing. I agree. Uh, he uh, A lot of pop-ups lately for Call as uh, Brock Hale will step in. Brock had one of the Cougars' three hits last night. And he steps in against uh, Josh Bergman. Bergman, three wins, two losses on the year. Very fine ERA of 2.62. He is a sophomore and a Nanamino, British Columbia. I'm not sure exactly where that is, but uh, good arm out there. Very good slider. Cougars have got to lay off that, make him uh, throw that for a strike. And here is the one ball pitch to Hale, and that's up high ball two. Yeah, when you're throwing close to 95 miles an hour, and then you're throwing about an 86, 87 mile an hour sharp slider. That's a tough pitch to hit. You have to force that to be a strike because if it starts on the outer half, it's going to be a ball every time, and he wants you to swing and miss. Washington won the game last night in an eight-inning home run by Connor Blair. 2-0 pitch, that's over for a strike. On a night that was full of rain, and today it's been raining most of the day, and then it just kind of cleared off a little bit here in the last hour or so, so they're hoping that they can get this one in. They would... The alternative plan would have been to play two tomorrow. Pitch is over for a strike. Uh, Paul Graham, home plate umpire. Yeah, well, both coaches were in agreement that if it was raining at all before between the hours of six and seven and they couldn't start this, that they just played two tomorrow because they didn't want to get the starting pitchers ready and waste an arm. But uh, here we are. We're going to try to play. Two and two the count. Brock Hale hammers one left field base hit. Through the six hole, so the Cougars with two hits in the inning. Found it interesting in talking to Coach a little bit before the game. He just, you know, we talked about uh, uh, Woody's approach last night after three bad starts. You know, how you can adjust, look at a guy's motion. You know, hitting's a whole different thing because everybody, you know, has a little different uh, way of, of going about that. And he just said he just told his guys to relax and be aggressive. Yeah, that was the key. Him and Coach Pratt were just telling the offense, All day. Just get back to what makes you good, and that's be aggressive in the zone. If you're going to swing, swing hard and try to hit a pitch as hard as you can. Jackson Clough steps in. Cougar shortstop. First pitch to Clough. Fastball inside corner. Strike one. Because the biggest issue the last uh, 23 innings is that offensively it's just been too passive. Really, you know, swinging at balls and taking good strikes and and just not really swinging with a purpose. Here's the 0-1 to Clough. Ball back to the screen, almost hit him, got behind Clough. Yeah, I don't know how that missed him. And a huge uh, area behind home plate all the way back to the screen. I'm telling you, if a ball gets past the catcher here, there, potentially you could take two bases. That's it almost true. reminds me of the Stanford Cardinal field, sunken diamond there that the Cougars have played in a couple times these last few years. And also big foul territory for pop-ups. Really a pitcher's-type ballpark, especially a day like today where it's so wet and uh, very heavy air as the Clough steps back in, a ball and a strike, give the Cougars a chance to pick up a lead here early, and that pitch is up high ball, too. 
That's the first Cougar to reach third base in this series. Sue at third, Brock Hale at second. One man out, and you've got the, your leading RBI up, uh, guy up there in Jackson Clough. Clough grounds this one foul down the first base side. Huskies playing back in the infield, willing to give up the run for the out here early. Yeah, they're going to give you a run here, so if you're Jackson, find a way to pull the ball to first base or second and, and score one, and if you can sneak it through, you might get two. But the key here is no strikeouts. You've got to put the ball on the ground and, and at least get one RBI. Clough steps back in, left-handed hitter. And the pitch, that's up high, ball three. See Bergman right now really struggling with his command. He uh, 64 strikeouts in 55 innings. Only 17 walks. Opponents are hitting 246 against the right-hander. This is his 10th start of the year. One complete game victory. 3-2. Clough ground ball. This is going to score run. First baseman's got it. He'll shovel the ball to first. And Clough beats it out. Infield single by Clough. Good hustle down the line. First baseman shoveled the ball to the pitcher. And Clough and the pitcher got to the bag at the same time. So the Cougars, well, the streak has ended. 23 innings without a run. Clough with an RBI number 41 of the year and a good hustle RBI single. Yeah, and that was straight hustle. He did exactly what he was supposed to do, hit a ball the other way, and the pitcher nonchalant didn't think he, you know, he thought it'd be an easy out, and Clough just beat him to the bag, and the umpire got that call right from our vantage point, and good start here in the first inning. Brings up Austin Deming for BYU, freshman out of Santa Clara, Utah. And the first pitch to Deming, that's that slider, drops in for a strike. Boy, the Cougars just can't catch a break this year in the weather. March was pretty tough in in Utah when most of their home games were, and then we come to Seattle and we have two straight days of rain. Tomorrow's supposed to be a little bit better weather-wise. Deming fouls that pitch off, but I'll tell you, up here you never know. Look at the forecast. uh, 100% chance of rain. Five minutes later you look at it, it's 50% chance in two hours. So it's uh, uh, definitely a wet, cool place, especially this time of year. It's crazy. I've never really experienced anything like it as quickly as the forecast can change. 0-2, 0-2, Deming stepping back in. Here's the pitch, and Austin takes a, a good slider, buckling at the knees for a strikeout. Yeah, and that's, the, that's a tough at-bat right there. If you're Austin, you've got to find a way to put a ball in play and get one more run when you have a runner on third and less than two. And he completely bailed on that slider that ended up right down the middle. If you stay in there and just swing, you probably hit a line drive in the outfield and get a run. That'll bring up McIntyre. Shortstop just about playing behind the bag at second base against both lefties, McIntyre and uh, Jackson Clough. So a huge hole in the six hole right where the shortstop normally plays. McIntyre looking to pick up an RBI here with two men out. Cougars lead 1-0. They have three hits in the inning. All singles. Yeah, and they're really giving him that six hole the way that they're playing with that shortstop up the middle. And there's a big four-hole, too, because the second baseman is playing shallow. Especially with the kid that throws this hard. Yeah. Pitches up high, ball one. You really need Mitch right here to be one of your type leaders and, and find a way to get a two-out RBI right here and turn a crooked number here would be good confidence to start this game. One's nice, but two would be really big here against this ace. Another good thing for the Cougars, uh, 
Bergman has now thrown 20 pitches here in the first inning. That ball's lined into right field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. Cougars lead two to nothing. McIntyre with an RBI, his 22nd of the year. Yeah, it's a fantastic job right there. Just got enough of it to hit it over the second baseman's head into right. And uh, a big two-out RBI, and it's nice to see the Cougs coming out with, a, like you said, a different approach. Hobbs Nyberg steps in. Hobbs played last night, uh, was, went 0 for 2. As Nyberg will step in with runners at first and second, two men out, and the first pitch is inside ball one. How about that, Brent? We had three hits in nine innings last night, and we've got four in the first today. So already I know Coach Pratt's over at first base. Happy to see that. He's, I think he's breathing again. Yeah. He wasn't breathing well in the dugout before the game. Yeah, he's my roommate, <laughs> and it wasn't pleasant last night. One ball pitch. Ball hit very well. Deep center field. Center fielder going back. He is going to get there, track it down for the out. Boy, Nygberg put a jolt into that one, but a long fly ball out to, to uh, Braden Ward. Cougars with two runs on four hits. There were no errors, and two runners left. We are through a half an inning. Cougars two, and Washington nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Well, the Cougars put two on the board in the top half of the first on four base hits. And Washington will come up, and they will go against Easton Walker. Easton Walker, an incredible year. The sophomore out of Pleasant Grove, four wins, no losses. Walker wearing number nine on the back of that jersey. And it cracks me up every time I see Easton. I think of what, uh, we won't say who the coach was in the state of Utah, college coach that told him he would never pitch, wasn't good enough to pitch in college baseball. This young man, uh, an ERA under one right now as a sophomore. In in 44 innings pitched. So, yeah, we won't name that coach, but you guys can all guess. It's usually about 40 miles just (laughs) north of Provo. Mason Servio steps in. He is the left fielder, and he squares the bunt, takes the pitch over for a strike. Yeah, and I just love Easton's mentality. He's not going to blow a by you. He's 87 to 90, but he can throw three to four pitches for a strike and win and where he wants it. 0-1-1. Pitches down low, and I think he's got the mental toughness. Boy, an hour of rain delay can kind of play with you. You know, you get yourself ready the entire game, but Walker seemed to be in the zone in the dugout before the ball game. And and they're ready to go. Yeah, he just has a bulldog mentality. I love seeing him. 1-1 one, one pitch. There's a looper in the left. In comes uh, Nyberg, and he makes the play for the out. Yeah, good read there by Nyberg, who hasn't played a ton of outfield. Almost overran it yeah. a little bit, but uh, he's a really good athlete out there, and it's nice to get that first out because that, that ball was hit pretty well. Yeah, ball carried well. We talked about last night, 327 down the line here in left, 317 in right, but the ball does carry much better to left. That's where the home run was hit last night by Washington. We call that the one-foot home run. He was fooled on that pitch out on his front foot and just threw his barrel and got it just enough. Amazing in this ballpark. It really was. You could hit a one-foot home run. Yeah. One man out. First pitch to... uh, Braden Ward is over for a strike. This young man, a uh, freshman or a sophomore out of uh, Merced, California. 5'10", 145-pounder. 
has 18 stolen bases in 21 attempts. Did not start in last night's game. Can really run. There's a bunt out in front of the plate. Ball picked up by uh, the third baseman, Casey Jacobson, and unable to make the play. Boy, just a perfect bunt by Ward who can really motor. Cougars had no chance to make that play as uh, Jacobson, Easton Walker, and uh, Noah Hill all descended on the ball about the same time. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. It's a perfect bunt down the line. It's exactly the type of player he is in the game that he plays. And, hey, tip your hat. He made a good play there. Ward looking in at the dugout. you got to believe he's probably going to be going here somewhere during this at-bat as uh, Nick Kale steps in. Yeah, he attempted a steal last night um, when he came in to pinch run, but the player hit the ball up the middle and ended up going first and a third, so he really didn't get a steal attempt on that. Kale steps in. He was 0 for 3 last night. Leads this team with a 4.06 average. Quick throw to first, and back in safely is Braden Ward. Yeah, this is really where you'd like Easton to get a uh, ground ball double play before he can get started in motion there at first because within the first couple of pitches, you're going to see him take off. Again, a throw to first and a pretty close play there, but he's back in safely. Nick Kell is the best player on this team. Six home runs, 34 RBIs, a junior out of Simi Valley. Also a tremendous catcher behind the plate for the Huskies, one of the best in the country. And in 108 at-bats, only 14 strikeouts. That's really impressive. Another throw to first, and again, Braden Ward back in head first. Well, you got to keep him honest there. And, and Easton has a really, really quick spin move to first, and he's quick to the plate, really just trying to get his timing off. Cougars leading this one 2 to nothing as they scored two in the top of the first to break their 23-game, or 23-inning Scoreless streak. Well, I'm glad you fixed that. 23 yeah. game would be a killer. Yeah, you wouldn't be. <laughs> you wouldn't be winning many games uh, if that were the yeah, case. I'd be miserable right now. One and all the count to Kale as he took a pitch outside. He'll be followed by Connor Blair, the hero of last night's game, as he had the eighth inning home run. That was the only run of the ball game on a wet, cold, drizzly night in Seattle. Continued the entire day today until about, uh, what, 6.15 or so, about 45 minutes before the uh, delayed game time. The 1-0 is outside, ball two. BYU 24-10 on the year. Washington 17-15. Cougars currently in second place in the conference, West Coast Conference, 10 wins, 5 losses. The Huskies are in 10th place in the Pac-12. Big swing and a miss, 2-1. and one. They're 5-10. and ten. This team made it to the College World Series last year. They finished second in the Pac-12. Won the regional. Won the Super Regional against Cal Fullerton and went on to the College World Series. So yeah, they, they got quite hot. a year. They got hot at the right time last year towards the end of the year and really played well in the regional and Super Regional and got all the way to Omaha. The throw to first and the runner back in safely. And I think they won a game in Omaha while they were there. Can't 100% remember, but I recall them winning at least a game. These two teams have played 35 times. Cougars hold a 21-14 edge against Washington in baseball. BYU in non-conference action this week before jumping right back into it next week against Pacific down in Stockton. 
2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good fastball by Easton Walker. Yeah, just sneaking it by him. You don't see Kale swing through too many fastballs, but back-to-back fastballs elevated his swing through there. Easton sneaky. He's sneaky out there. Small stature, but it really can explode out of his hand. Last night started an 11-game road trip for the Cougars. So they got nine more after this game here tonight. And here is the 2-2 pitch from Easton Walker. Now timeout called by Kale. Next home game is not till May the 9th. Dons of San Francisco in for a three-game set, and the Cougars on the road for the last four of the year. 2-2 pitch, runner going, popped up. Big foul ball territory, Casey Jacobson coming over from third base, makes the play for the out. Yeah, it's a big out right there. Runner was going, so a ball in the gap would have scored him. And uh, to get their best hitter to pop up in a situation like that is a really, really big-time win for Easton Walker. Two men out, and Connor Blair, two for four last night, but had, the, as we mentioned, the home run. It was the only run of the game. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Reed McLaughlin at breakfast this morning, and he says, you know, Tucker made a good pitch. I fooled him. I had him out in front, and he just threw his barrel, and he got it. And I'm like, that's baseball. Sometimes the guy's just a little bit better than you on that day, and he, he got lucky enough to, to make a big hit to win a game. With that uh, was the first loss of the year to McLaughlin. He went two and a third, gave up uh, three hits, one run, had three strikeouts. He pitched great. 35 in, or thirty-five pitches last night, so a chance we might be able to see him tomorrow. Yeah, he won't be available tonight for sure. But uh, uh, Another throw to first, and again, uh, uh, Braden Ward back in safely. He did say, though, yeah, he told Coach in the dugout just a couple hours ago, he said, yeah, I'm good for tomorrow. Tonight's a little iffy, but uh, I'm good for tomorrow. Jordan Wood uh, also kind of broke out of a little bit of a slump. Had three uh, unwood-like starts and uh, had a good one last night. Ball looper into center field. That's got to come a long way. Here comes McIntyre. That ball's going to drop in front of McIntyre. They're going to try to score the runner. Here comes the – oh, and the ball is cut off by Deming, and the runner is safe. Deming cut the ball off and then delayed the throw home. Well, I don't know why Deming cut that. And then he didn't know that the runner was coming and didn't throw it right away. If he throws it right away, he's out. He's out. Man. And the throw looked to be perfectly online. So really two mistakes right there by Deming. And the Huskies score a run. Yeah, unfortunate break right there. And that's all because of Ward's speed. He was taken off on the pitch. The bloop single lands in right. And then you had the bad miscommunication, and Deming doesn't execute, and they score a run to cut this lead in half. Tough break there on this bottom half. Of course, the rest of that infield's got to be letting him know that the runner is coming. And the catcher, I guess Noah Hill's got to let him know if uh, to cut the ball off or not. And so a couple of critical errors there defensively for the Cougars and the uh, – you know, the Huskies on the board. And that's where you have a, just a young first baseman, a freshman, because Noah Hill didn't say anything, and that's the call. If you don't say anything, let it go. But in Deming's mind, he's like, well, he's not going to try to score from first, is he? He didn't think he was going, and he figured, oh, I'll just cut this and didn't listen to his cue, and it cost us a run. 
Swing and a miss, one and one, the count to uh, Joe Waynehouse, who was one for four last night. That was a little looper, and uh, McIntyre playing pretty deep against uh, Connor Blair, and he just couldn't run it down. So one ball and one strike, two to one the score. As we play the bottom of the first, Wayne House takes that one down low for a ball. Wayne House was the star of this team last year, led him on to that Super Regional in the College World Series this year. Really, really tough year for Wayne House. He did have a double last night down the left field line. He had another hard ball to left that was caught. 99 to bats, only 13 hits. Does have five home runs. Swing and a miss. And the count now two and two. But his average sitting at 131. Big kid, 6'6", 260. We mentioned last night, he's every bit of 260. Might be a shade over, maybe a couple of shades over. He's a big boy. 2-2 pitch. That's up high for ball three. Cougars with uh, Clough uh, again playing him just about behind the bag at second base. Brian Sue playing about 20 feet back on the uh, green turf behind the second base bag. And here's the pitch. Strike three call on the outside corner. And the Huskies are retired in the inning. They had one run on two hits, no errors, and one man left. We're through one complete. 2-1 BYU leading Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Back here, Noah Hill will lead it off for the Cougars as we are in Seattle, Washington, BYU, and the Huskies. Cougars leading 2-1 after one inning. Hill, Jacobson, and then the top of the order, Brian Sue, do up here in the second. Here's the 1-0. Pitches up high. I'd like to thank uh, Greg Rubel and yourself for calling those games last week, Tuck. As I was out of town, appreciate that. Two of three against Pepperdine. Yeah, I missed you. 2-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Yeah, it was a little weird knowing game Cougar baseball was going on and I wasn't there. Yes, not. I mean, how many games have you missed in your career here? I oh, mean, in tw- you know. In about, I, what, 42 years now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little less than that. Maybe 29 years. <laughs> Still. Paul's fouled off. That's a long time. Between you and Ralph, you guys ran this program for how many years? I think, you know, I only probably missed literally less than five games yeah. in that whole time. Yeah. Wow. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out to Noah Hill, senior out of Flower Mound, Texas Cougar catcher. And there's a line shot up and over the catch. Second baseman's glove. So the Cougars have come out swinging the bats well here. Single by Hill. Yeah, completely different approach so far early in this game. And, uh, you know, this Washington team is a good team. And when you when you got them a chance that you're swinging the bat the way you are right now, you have to just keep putting it on them. Keep trying to score every inning. Boy, great job by Hill. 2-2 count going the opposite way. Took a pitch on the outside corner and just lined it over the second baseman's glove. Jacobson had a hit last night. So Casey will step in. He was one for three. 
And he's going to try to bunt him, bunt the runner up, and the ball is picked up by the pitcher and throws out Jacobson. So one man out, Cougars executing the uh, the bunt right there, something they couldn't do last night. Yeah, a really good execution there by Casey, and now you give the top of your order a chance to to drive in a run. That was a huge emphasis of uh, Mike Littlewood on the postgame show. As the Cougars uh, now with a runner in scoring position, top of the order, Brian Sue up there. Brian singled to left, and look how far over that shortstop is playing Sue. Well, he over almost behind the third baseman. Man, you hit a routine. Any kind of ground ball up the middle. Yeah. First pitch to Sue is up high, ball one. And I'll guarantee you Brian Sue knows exactly where that shortstop is. So a very smart player, senior out of San Ramon, California. Hitting 376 on the year. Curveball outside for a ball. 2-0 the count. 31 pitches now by Bergman. The sophomore, he's a redshirt sophomore, so he would be uh, draft eligible, and I would think the pros would like this kid's arm. Pitch to Sue, fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, we actually had quite a few scouts here last night, and uh, today during batting practice in the cages, we had three or four in there, and one of the scouts was uh, the gentleman who signed Bryce Harper. So that's kind of cool. Two balls and a strike. Sue fouls the pitch straight back. That was a good pitch to hit right there. Brian this year, 125 at-bats, 47 hits. Surprisingly, only two doubles. Yeah, the power really hasn't been there. That's a shocking statistic. One home run. So just three extra base hits. 43 singles by Sue. That pitch gets a... Pass Kale back to the uh, screen, and Kale was the most shocked guy in the uh, ballpark as the ball was outside a little bit, but it just got right under the wickets of Kale, who's normally just an outstanding catcher. I think they'll probably go wild pitch there. Yeah, that was interesting. Kale looked in his mitt, looked around, and then he heard the thud on the, yeah. the, the backstop. He knew it was behind him. Well, now you have uh, the infielder coming in now with a 3-2 count and Sue up. So big holes out there. Hit something hard, and you have a good chance here for an RBI. Even a better opportunity for Brian. That middle is wide open. Bergman with the 3-2. Curveball. And Sue is fooled on the pitch. Drops in for a strike. Brian thinking fastball all the way. He just frozen up there. Wow, yeah, good pitch there. He goes to the 3-2 breaking ball. And just Brian thought it might be a little high, but it breaks down enough and gets a call Strike three, that's a tough pitch to take. He usually doesn't do that. Brian Call steps in. Brian flew out to left his first time up. And the first pitch, breaking ball over for a strike. Yeah, you really need Brian Call to come up big here with two outs. Been struggling of late. Brian got off to an unbelievable start. First college hit was a three-run home run at UVU. There's a ball hit. That's going to be hit by the third baseman over to the shortstop, a call with an infield single. And the Cougars lead it 3-1. to one. Big two-out hit right there by Call, the freshman. Boy, was it ever. Third baseman made an 
absolute great effort dive to make that. And when he ricocheted off his glove to the shortstop, that shortstop has a great arm. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and Call doesn't run extremely well. I got nervous, like, oh, no, don't throw him out. And not a, not a, not a chance to throw it, and you get an RBI. Great job, Brian. But Brian, Call. you know, we, we talked about him lofting the ball or hitting the ball in the air. Shows you what good things can happen when you hit the ball on the ground. First pitch to Brock Hales outside for a ball. Brock with seven home runs to lead the Cougars, 28 RBIs. Senior out of Mesa, Arizona. Hitting 325 as he steps to the plate. 1 0 pitches outside for a ball. Brock Hale, 126 at bats, 41 hits, eight doubles, a triple. Slugging percentage of 568. He's walked 28 times. On base percentage of about uh, 470. So uh, Brock uh, has a great eye at the plate, as well as really being able to square balls up and hit them hard. Pitching coach now out talking with uh, Bergman. Something he didn't like about that, uh, these two pitches to Hale. You know, he's really struggled with his slider, but he's been able to throw it a couple of times for strikeouts. But he keeps making that mistake early, and so he gets behind, you know, 1-0-2-0 or 2-1-3-1, trying to get him settled down and get back in the zone because you have the good part of the order coming up right here. You don't want to make mistakes to a hitter like Brock. Cougars, six hits in the ballgame, double what they had last night, nine innings. And the 2-0 pitch, and Hale, big swing. Just missed it, fouled it straight back. Yeah, I really love that swing. He was trying to hit a two-run bomb right there. He got a fast ball, and he was all over. Yes, he was. I don't think he'll want to throw that one again. He just barely missed that timing on that one. 2-1 pitch, Hale hammers one up the middle. That's in for a base hit. Call going around second base. He'll hold it right there. Thought he might try to advance the third, but the center fielder uh, did a nice job. Ward of uh, getting in and picking that ball up quick. So another hit for the Cougars, and that will bring uh, Jackson Clough to the plate. Yeah, well, two-out hits can be backbreakers, and now you've got back-to-back two-out hits to bring up Clough. If he can get another one, scratch another run across. Well, and you love that uh, Bergman's up to over 40 pitches now. like to see that pitch count rise especially for the ace of the staff. And the first pitch is a breaking ball inside for a ball one to Clough. He had an RBI single, his 41st RBI of the year, his first time up. Man, this center fielder, he must really know his field because look how shallow he's playing. (laughs) He is very shallow. And he can run, we know that. 1-0 pitch, big swing by Clough, fouls it back. Jackson Clough, the Cougar shortstop. Start of the season, a lot of third base, some second base, and now he's been firmly implanted in that shortstop position, and the Cougars have really played great baseball since Jackson has taken over there. 1-1 pitch, that's inside ball two. Yeah, I mean, the only thing to take him out of shortstop now is an injury just because that, that's his spot. It's, it's his for the rest of the season, and, and he's been really good at that spot. Both Clough and Hale have been national players of the week already this year. So two guys on the same team. Pitches up high for ball three. 
Well, this is a really, really, really good spot to hit if you're Clough. Three and one. They don't want to load the bases. You get a good pitch to hit it here, and you you hammer it. I'd love to see him hit a ball to left center. Yeah. The ball travels that way, and with the shortstop, sh uh, the center fielder shaded in the right the right center gap, huge hole out there. Ball popped up. Third baseman over foul territory, getting out of the way of the umpire, and he makes the catch for the out. Cougars are retired here in the second, but they got another run on three base hits. There were no errors, two runners left. We are through an inning and a half. 3-1 BYU leading Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Colton Casanelli will step in, first baseman. He is a freshman of Santan Valley, Arizona. 333 average and limited action this year, and he swings and misses. He was a recruit of BYU, and Coach Littlewood was telling me he'd actually committed to Utah and then decommitted. He's not sure how he got here to Washington, but he's playing here for the Huskies. 0-1 pitch is fouled off. Boy, what a difference between Queen Creek, Arizona, and Seattle, Washington, when you think of the weather. Yeah, and he only has 12 at-bats at on the season, so not getting a ton of time. First baseman uh, last night really struggled offensively for the Huskies, so Casanelli gets the start here tonight. Ball and two strikes now. He'll be followed by Ben Baird and then Nick Roberts. The one-two hitters in the lineup last night have been moved down to eight and nine tonight in this Washington lineup. Both the uh, one-two hitters last night for the Huskies struggle. There's a ball hit pretty well. Brian Sue over, gloves it, throws to first, and the ball is bad throw by Sue as he had to come from his knees. Great play to even field the baseball. And we'll see if they go hit or error there. I would got to believe they're going to give him a hit who suited everything he could to try to get that ball over. Yeah, and it wasn't as bad as throw as I thought watching the replay. That's a ball that a first baseman should scoop. I still think even if he scoops it, I think he probably beats it out. It was so close to the bag there. Great effort there. I'll bring Ben Baird up, third baseman. He was one for three last night. They're going to go base hit. As Casanelli at first base, Baird, the third baseman, steps in. And the first pitch is swing and a miss for strike one. Well, last night, I think there were only six hits through the first seven innings. Tonight, we've got ten hits, and we're not even out of the second. So that's, uh, that's baseball for you. It really is. Every game is different. Owen won the count. And the pitch, and that ball's fouled off down the first base side. Really good pitching performances last night by Jordan Wood from the Cougars and also Jordan Jones, who went six innings. They just gave up three hits, no runs for the Huskies. Yeah, it was a, what you call a true pitcher's duel. It was great to see Jordan Wood get back to his ace stuff yesterday. He did have the five walks, but he was really good. Yesterday, 0-2. Pitch is just off the plate with a fastball. And actually, the skies are lightning. Is that actually some blue sky out there to the west, possibly? I don't believe it. 
I this is uh, Tuck's first trip to yeah. the north. Uh, well, at least Seattle. Yeah. You've been to Portland. I've been to Portland. But uh, you get used get used to it, young man. This is the way it is up here in the spring. There's a ground ball hit out to Clough. He's up on to second for one. The return to first. In time for the double play. Boy, ball not hit hard at all. And a great turn there by Sue. Got the uh, runner at first base by about a step. Yeah, really, really great. Great turn there by Sue. That ball's not hit very hard. About three or four hops it took to get to Jackson. And a good turn by those two guys. Nice defensive play. You see Clough just kind of begging for the ball to get to him. He didn't want to – he couldn't come too hard. And – had just enough time to turn it. Nick Roberts now steps in second baseman. First pitch from Walker's up high, ball one. And something to keep an eye on, Brent, the interesting thing, their turf is different than the turf that we play on. When our turf gets wet, it's a thinner turf, and it actually skips and it's faster. Theirs is a thicker turf, so when it gets wet, it actually slows it down. So interesting to see how that plays today. 1-0 pitch is over for a strike. And you kind of saw that in that last yeah, hit. No doubt. Well, let's go over... Some of the Cougs in the pros, uh, Hanneman for the Cougars, uh, AAA Iowa, the Cubs, Michael Rucker with the Tennessee Smokies, uh, Maverick Buffalo with the Dunning Dean Blue Jays. There's a ball hit right at uh, second baseman uh, Brian Sue who comes up with it, throws him out, and we're through two. Cougars up 3-1 over Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Austin Deming steps in for the Cougars. First pitch outside, ball one. Deming struck out looking his first time up. There's a fly ball down the right field line, and that ball will find the bullpen area of the Huskies. Cougars down the third baseline. Normally that's reserved for the home team, but when they built the infrastructure here, the clubhouse and the facilities, that they had the room down the first base side. Uh, the soccer field for Washington is down the left field line, so no room there. Pitches over for a strike, one and two. Yeah, and we got a chance to hit in their hitting facility, and that's where that ball landed on top of over there. Five beautiful cages in there and really nice facility inside. One-two pitch to Deming. That's outside for a ball. They've also got a large uh, facility building down the left field corner. And that's actually their uh, maintenance. Maintenance, yep. Here's a two-two pitch. Deming swings and misses at a breaking pitch, and so Austin down for the second time in the ball game. I'm not sure how much maintenance equipment you need for an all-turf field, but uh, that's an awfully big building. Well, that... That that dirt mound, I mean, that's that's a trouble there, Brent. You really have to work hard. I'm assuming it's also where they store all the tractors and everything, and the the lawnmowers for the soccer field that's right next to it as well. McIntyre steps in, had an RBI single his first time up, and that ball's bounced in for ball one. Cougars with two in the first, one in the second. They lead three to one over Washington. Ball hit hard. First baseman gloves it. Steps on the bag for the out. We are at Husky Ballpark here on the campus of the University of Washington. Really a great facility. If the rain stops, great place to play a baseball game and very small crowd. Uh, They mentioned last night 327. I think Coach Littlewood actually tried to count 
the crowd as he was out there in the third base coaching box, and he counted about uh, 39 pitches over for a strike. And not much bigger tonight, even though the rain has stopped. Yeah, Coach said he counted 23 of their fans in last night's game. So he must have had a big showing for Cougar Nation last night if they got to 300. Pitches outside for a ball. One and one the count to Hobbs Nyberg. Two men out here in the third. Nyberg hits the ground ball. Second baseman over, gloves it. And he'll throw Nyberg out, and the Cougars retired in order here in the third inning. We're through two and a half, 3-1. Cougars over the Huskies on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade. Ramon Bramasco, the shortstop, number nine hitter in the lineup for the Huskies, will step in. He led off last night. Went 0 for 3. And the first pitch from Easton Walker is over for a call strike. Cerillo on deck, and he'll be followed by Braden Ward. 9-1-2 here in the third inning for the Huskies. Pitch is a little bit outside for a ball. Yeah, it's interesting to completely change your 1-2 and two hole and just flip them to the 8-9 hole. Yeah. yeah, you don't see that very often. Cougars have won six of their eight series so far this year. You're going to have to win the last two of this one to continue that streak. They have four wins over Power 5 conference foes, and, of course, they this is included. If they can pick up a couple here, they've got Cal next week. And we've still got one more against Utah. And one more against Utah, that's correct. Up in Salt Lake. One-two pitch. Ball hit pretty well. McIntyre over in center field. Able to run it down, make the catch for the out. Cougars will leave Seattle on Sunday morning. Unfortunately, they couldn't get home in time for, you know, Saturday night. But, boy, West Coast flights. uh, Tuck, you and I both battle it. It's just impossible to find a flight out of West Coast City yeah. Beyond 4 or 5 o'clock. Yeah, 5.35 was the last flight out of Seattle to go home on any airline. And when you have a 1 o'clock game, that just doesn't do it. Makes it tough. Cerillo steps in. He flew out to left field his first time up. And the first pitch is outside ball one. So they will return home on Sunday morning. Jump back on the big jet airplane on Wednesday, heading down to Stockton to play the Pacific Tigers in a Thursday, Friday, Saturday matchup. Ground ball hit out to Clough. He backhands. Long throw to first. Throw too high. That'll be an error on Clough, I believe. I think that ball would have beat him there. And Deming uh, just unable to come up with it. Yeah, and Deming's got to come off the bag there and jump. He tried to stay on. Oh, he did jump, actually. Yeah, he went up. That pitch was, or that uh, ball was just too high. They haven't gone hit or error there yet, but that's got to be an error. Runner at first base. Tough play for Clough, though. Had to go range into the six hole. Took a backhand, but with his arm, normally he'll get that guy. Yeah, you don't see him overthrow it too much. I think he felt like he had to hurry because the guy can really run. And they gave it an air. 
Braden Ward now steps in. He had a bunch single his first time up, and he takes the pitch over for a strike. Yeah, and Casey Jacobson's playing way in at third base now to try to take that away. Yeah, he's just come in about three or four more steps. And with Ward hitting, it's going to be almost impossible to double him off. It's got Ward listed at 5'10", 145 pounds. Ball fouled off, and the count now 0-2, and, and Jacobson will retreat back now behind the bag at third. Braden Ward wearing number seven in the back of that Washington jersey. El Capitan High School in Merced, California. And playing his sophomore year. Here's the 0-2. That's up high for a ball. A ball and two strikes. Easton Walker, one of the nation's leaders with that ERA under one. Has absolutely been outstanding this year for the Cougars. Giving up one run here early. Pitch just missed inside. Walker thought he had him struck out. Yeah, I like that pitch. It's real close. Currently Walker leading the nation with a .82 earned run average in 44 innings pitched. Two balls, two strikes, one man out, man at first base. And the pitch, line drive, base hit into left field. Nyberg picks it up. So an error and a single. Well, that's how this game works. I mean, you barely miss a strike three called on the inner half. And the next pitch, he slaps a single. And now you got first and second with one out and their best hitter up. Nick Kale steps in. He popped up to the third baseman. This is where you're really looking for a double play ball if you're Easton because Kale doesn't run very well. Big power bat that's a catcher. Kale 5'10", 210, junior out of Simi Valley. Not the leader on the team, but he does have six home runs, 34 RBIs. Far and away the RBI leader on this uh, Husky club. Open stance of the plate for the right-hander as he'll step in against Easton Walker. And here's the pitch from Walker, and that's a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, really good spot right there. Just live there. Throw three straight ones right there because the best you can do with that is, you know, hit a ground ball through the four hole. But most likely, being a power guy, he's going to try to roll over, and he'll roll over right to the shortstop for a double play. After this pitch, we'll go over some more of these uh, former Cougars who are playing pro baseball in their assignments as they've just uh, broken spring training camp here in the last couple of weeks. Here's the 0-1 that's outside. Uh, Colt Mahoney is with the, uh, let's see, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, I believe. Brugman with the AAA uh, Baltimore Orioles, Norfolk Tides. And Brennan Lund playing right there in Salt Lake City. AAA baseball with the Salt Lake Bees and the Angels organization. So the Cougars with a lot of players dotting on the rosters of these uh, major league teams. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball grounded foul down the third baseline. 
Yeah, and Eason got away with one right there. Breaking ball that stayed up and in. That's the one thing that makes Easton so well, Brent, is, is he doesn't miss very often. He rarely misses location. He makes you hit his best stuff. One ball, two strikes to Nick Kale. Huskies with runners at first and second base. One man out. Cougars leading 3-1 to one here in the bottom of the third inning. And Walker, the sophomore out of Pleasant Grove High School, has got the sign. Here's the set and the pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. Great pitch by Walker. Two men out. Yeah, Kale's complaining. He's shaking his head, but it looked beautiful to me. Looked right at the knees on the outside corner. Strike three. Two men out. And Connor Blair will step in. He had an RBI single his first time up. Uh, Blair's had an outstanding series now. Three hits and two RBIs. In fact, he's gotten both RBIs that the Huskies have scored in this series. McIntyre playing very deep in center field against uh, Connor Blair. And Walker's pitch is a little bit outside, ball one. Well, he's proven he's got that power. I mean, he was out in front and hit a home run to left, and so you just know that he's got the juice to get it through this uh, thick air. And that's the reason he got his RBI in the first inning is because they were playing so deep that that bloop single was able to drop in. Pretty much playing him straight away in the outfield. And deep. Brock Hill not as deep in right. There's any kind of prevailing wind. It is coming in from right, and the ball just doesn't carry as well that way. Here's the one ball pitch. A ball fouled off. Good pitch there. Had him off balance. Well, that was interesting right there. Blair tried to call a timeout. He's had a, he had his hand up at the umpire for about three, four seconds, and the umpire never acknowledged it and didn't even look at it. He was kind of looking down, and Blair, just after he fouled that off, says, hey, I was trying to call timeout. He might want to be a verbal as well just to make sure he knows. It kind of looked like the umpire was like, nope, I'm not going to give it yeah. to you. Nope, it's my game, which isn't a great look. One but, ball, one strike, the count. But he is the boss. He's the man in charge behind the plate for sure. Walker trying to work out of a jam here in the third. Pitches up high, ball two. Blair, a junior. Wearing number nine in the back of that jersey. He is out of Brentwood, California. Went to Liberty first year, then Butte College, and now here at Washington. Three different teams, three different uh, years for Connor Blair. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Ball line. Base hit. That's going to score a run. McIntyre picks it up. And they're going to try to score the runner all the way from first base. Here comes the throw, and he is out at the plate. Third base coach with that speed of Ward tried to score him, but he was thrown out by a bunch at the plate by the shortstop, Jackson Clough, who made a good throw. But one run does score Three to two as we're through three innings here on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 